0: Welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast, where two lifelong horror fans talk all things horror. Pour yourself your favorite drink and hang out. Here are your hosts, Josh and Jake. Hey guys, welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And on today's episode, we are going to be discussing... 2023
1: Scream 6, directed by Radio Silence.
0: Radio Silence. It's multiple directors, so there's no point in saying all the names. Yeah, they're all part of it. Before we get into the episode, what would we like to let anyone new to the channel know?
1: As always, like and subscribe on YouTube. Pretty, pretty, please. You can also find us on Spotify, Mm -hmm. Apple... Hmm. Google. Hmm. And on Instagram. Yep. J Squared Horror Podcast. Link tree in the bio. New episode
0: every Thursday. Every Thursday, two lifelong horror fans decide to get together and talk all things horror. With this podcast, we'd like to open up a line of communication between all styles of horror fans. Um, with this podcast, we like to bring different themes, different movies, different uh, episodes about nothing. Uh, If you guys are interested on being a part of the podcast, you can go to www.jsquaredhorrorpodcast.com. You can submit anything. If you're a director, if you're a producer, if you're an actor, if you're a fan, you have an episode idea, you have a theme you want us to cover, you have a list of movies you want us to go through and see if we want to cover, go there, send us an email, we'll get to it, we'll talk about it, we'll go over it. What you can also find in the link here in our bio is paranormalitymagazine.com paranormalitymagazine.com or Paranormality Magazine is an up-and-coming magazine about all things strange, unusual, and paranormal. If you use code J2Horror at checkout, you will get 10% off of your purchase and for this month and this month only, when you use that code they will send you a free t-shirt. I have been popping that T-shirt up on the YouTube videos in between us, and you get to see what it looks like. But you can also buy magazines and T-shirts directly from there. And the code again is J, the number two horror at checkout for 10% off. So, with all of that fun stuff out of the way, Scream 6 is a fun movie. If you haven't seen it yet, just a heads up, obviously this is going to be spoilers. If you know anything about the J-Scored Horror Podcast, we do not wait for you to watch it. We just tell you all about it. (laughs) Um, We've done this a time or two throughout the podcast, including Scream 5 when it came out last year. Uh, We are finally finishing up our Scream Basically month. We went Thank through God. one, two, three, four. Now we're on to six. We are ready to be uh beyond this to do some more fun stuff with the podcast. But we're here talking about Scream Six. So if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to know any spoilers, you might not want to watch this one yet. Or you can hear our opinions on it and then go see it based off of what we're saying. Yeah. Either which is fine. So Scream Six is fun. It is exciting. It did very, very well for a horror movie and just a movie in general. It was number one in the box office this weekend. I think it did roughly like $40.6 million, which is a great opening. Yeah. It beat out Creed 3, which was like $28 million, which is insane. I thought that movie was going to have way more. Yeah. But it did, and people were excited. Hell, when we got to the movie theater last Thursday, uh, it was a line at the concession stand all the way to the door because they were giving away Scream stuff, which we found out once we sat down. Yeah. Um, But Scream Six is the newest entry into the Ghostface franchise, and by newest entry, you know, (laughs) we'll get into that. Um, (laughs) It's based in New York,
1: and that was love that. Yeah,
0: Jake was super duper 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 excited about that. But the one thing it does not miss out on is the opening sequence. Which it, is
1: always the best part of a
0: screen movie. If you know screen movies, you know they always do something wild with their opens. And this one doesn't miss at all. It is a little shocking because of what happens right after. But you have Samara Weaving, who has very much put herself into the horror realm multiple times. And she is a teacher of... Film study. Film study. And yeah. they're, she's her favorite is slashers, of yeah. course. You know that's going to be a thing. And yeah. she is on a date or trying to start a date. What am I saying? <laughs> Waiting for her date. Waiting for her she's date. She's still on the date. She's, yeah. she's at the date <laughs> <laughs> without the other person there. Answers the phone call, and you immediately start thinking, Ooh, what is going to happen to Miss Samara Weaving?
1: Well, so the, the good thing about that was I liked that at first it didn't start out immediately with. The ghost face voice. Ghostface voice. Yep. You get some conversation, you get yeah. some a little background about her.
0: He's just lost. He can't find this super hit place that they decided to go to.
1: But I knew once he got her outside.
0: Yeah. That was it. Survival instinct zero, even yeah. though she studied horror movies. Which she brings up. And she, yeah, and it's funny. And you got it, it's got to be around Halloween time because there are other people dressed up. Yeah. Which I thought that was cool. I think this is the f- first one.
1: Yeah. I wish they would have mentioned that more, though.
0: Yeah. They didn't really.
1: Yeah. You just yeah, could you're right. It out. Yeah, yeah. you
0: just kind of a, just yeah. People There's a costumes. bunch of people dressed up. It's got to be around Halloween. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're you're doing a lot of service to us horror folk because we love horror movies during the Halloween time. True. So this is gonna become one of those movies that is gonna be watched in October for like the rest of my life. Um, because a lot of it is 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 fun. You get to see a bunch of different masks. You can pick out like different Easter eggs or different moments from different things. Yeah, but. She ultimately gets lured, lured. Is that a word? Lord? Lord, yeah. Lured, lured. Yeah, And into an alleyway, where she finds her demise. And it starts off with a great. I mean, five. You had the Jenna Ortega scene, which was really good. This yeah. one's right up there with it. Not yeah. as intense as far as like longevity of it, but she gets got.
1: I think it's the the dialogue is so good. The
0: dialogue is very good. Yeah, and then the shocking thing is the mask immediately comes off. Yeah, and you're like, what? Like, this isn't Ghostface. Well, Fuck this dude. So yeah, it's it's definitely a new entry to the opening sequence. Yeah, which to
1: me immediately thought this guy has to die. Yeah, you, you knew he wasn't like, going to make yeah, it very long. Kill him that quick.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> it's the dude from. Um, I know he's in um Spider Man's. He's in the Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 Spider Man franchise.
1: I love that when he gets home, he puts on one of, if not the greatest New York themed horror movies. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Which P- is probably the greatest. Um Friday the thirteenth, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan.
0: It's on. And so you find out real quickly that they are. Uh, students of this teacher. Well, I don't know why you would want to kill that teacher. She was. She seemed pretty cool. Um, like about
1: the same age, she, which is kind of weird. But whatever.
0: No, but she's older. Like Samara Weaving is older than them. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I think she's like in her, close to thirty. Okay. Yeah, and I think he's probably around like twenty four, twenty five. So right. Possible, but it's a movie. Movie magic. That's true. It doesn't really matter <laughs> per se, but I noticed it. <laughs> um. Yeah, you find out that their ultimate goal is to then get Tara, and they actually have a brief moment where Tara and the uh, killer cross paths. Yeah, She's like, hey, you going to the Sigma Phi Pi Thai party? And he's like, yeah, probably not. Maybe is your sister going to be there? Oh, probably not. She doesn't go to those stupid things. So you immediately see Tara, and it looks like she is completely past everything that happened to her in Woodsboro. Yeah, She's being a kid in college. She's going to parties. She's dressed as like a little pirate. Living life. Living life. And then he goes home and is looking for his roommate who's part of the killing plan. And then you get Ghostface which was cool. He he all the whole time he's thinking it's his buddy playing a prank on him. Didn't read the room very well. Um no. And you know, just something about that ghost-faced voice just does something. And when you get the longevity of those dialogue moments, yeah. it is enjoyable. It is like really- every bit of those conversations are fun because now you have a super stab fan talking to the it's an, it's an interesting thing to watch because yeah. you're like you dummy, you're not as big as a fan as you think because you're about to get got. And he plays the hot and cold. So they even changed the game in this one. It's not, what's your favorite scary movie? It's, can you find me? Yeah. And he plays that hot and cold game. So it's like, you know, warmer, warmer, colder, colder. If you're closer, you get it, the further you get. Um, And that was cool because it really adds some spooky value to it because as you're sitting there, you've already pretty much assumed, okay, he's dealing with the real ghost face because his games are unbeatable. Yeah. Gets warmer, gets warmer, fridge, his buddies in there and then he gets he gets killed. And uh I think that's when the the movie thing comes up is after he after Ghostface actually kills. Yeah. Because it's always a thing. Yeah. You'll slash down and then yeah. you get the scream poster. Yeah. Or the the title card. Title card, yeah. And then you get into the movie and um you know, that was just walking you through the beginning. Um, I enjoyed the beginning a lot. How did you feel it compared to some of the other ones?
1: I think, as far as opening scenes, to me, it's probably my third favorite.
0: Third? Yeah. Okay.
1: I really like the original. Of course. Part two is really good. With the movie theater, that was pretty really good. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, three. And then this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I actually. I, agree I, like with part, you on that. I like part five. No, but, yeah, part five but but was cool, is, but. To me, it's slightly better. Yeah. Well, the part five is basically just one. True. Again, minus she doesn't die. Yeah. Um. So I, I actually would 100% agree with your okay. list there. I think you're right on the money, one, two, six. Yeah. Um. Because <laughs> twos is just crazy. And you know it's funny because I saw a lot of stuff online. Um. There's like this funny Will Ferrell like, I'm so fucking scared right now thing that's, like, going on TikTok. And it's, like, going to the Scream Theater, seeing all these ghost faces sitting around thinking about the Scream 2 opening, and you're just like, I'm so fucking scared right now. (laughs) It was just, like, it's so crazy to see that, like, Scream, which 96, we were uh, kids when it originally came out, which you guys have heard us talk about all the movies. But it was really, really cool to be a part. I don't think 5 had the hype that 6 did. No. It didn't. Jenna Ortega's huge right now. Yeah. And they did a very good job. I think they timed it out very well. Wasn't a very long time in between. Wasn't too short of a time in between. And I feel like, obviously, the numbers are speaking for this, but there was an excitement. For this movie, that was really cool to see as an uh, an older fan. Yeah. Because, you, you, I mean, we're in the theater. To Jake's left, we're like three 10-year-olds or like 12 year old girls. pretty young. And young. I made a funny joke to Jake. I was like, yeah, see, we're going to get Jenna Ortega fans in here that aren't prepared <laughs> for what's about to happen. But it was cool because, like, to my right was a dude probably 10, 15 years older than me with his kid. It's just crazy to see. And, like, yeah. I might not have looked around so much during the Halloween one because, like, I was a douche. And I didn't care that anybody else wanted to see my movie, but it was cool to be a part of this Scream thing, seeing all the posters, seeing all the stuff that people, I mean, almost every other person I looked at in the theater had some type of swag on, whether it was a t-shirt, jacket, hat, carrying around a poster. It was really, really cool to see.
1: Yes, Scream's really big in pop culture. It's a
0: pop culture thing, and you can tell because yeah. it's it's in front of you all the different age groups from like i said dude that's 15 years older than us and kids that are 15 years younger than us. Yeah. It's great because we we're it was, if you just looked at our five seats. Yeah. It was like the crea- this was like the <laughs> coolest thing in the world to be a part of and then you have us two dorks just sitting there laughing throughout yeah. the majority of this yeah. movie. I was amped up with the Jason thing like yeah. Yeah, Jake was this, fucking this hype. We didn't even get popcorn cuz <laughs> the line was so long so we just had to sit there and talk. Um in the this is going to sound kind of fucked up, but this movie is an, it does give you an opportunity to kind of chuckle and like not chat, but like say real quick things to your friend. It's not overly serious. It's very much in the scream feel and I, it's way more brutal and it's, I I would say scarier to a certain group of people. This movie is not scary. It's not something that's like smile or like, Something that, like, is gonna make you jump a bunch because if you've seen all the Scream movies, they're basically cookie cutters. They're the exact same they thing. They are. As far as, like, what Ghostface usually do. And like I said, since five and six, they have ramped up, like, how strong and, like, not as goofy as he used to be.
1: Yeah, this is probably my favorite version of Ghostface.
0: Yeah, so, like, the, the killer you're seeing throughout this movie is just intense. Yeah. So you get past the opening stuff and then you you start to see sam and she is this you know followed her sister to college with her obviously super protective she has a a moment with her therapist that was really funny because he's like i need you to be honest with me i need you to tell me what happened then she just opens up like a book and he immediately is like i gotta go like this is is above my she's like what you told me to be he's like i'm not i'm not I'm not capable of handling a situation like this. Yeah, be
1: awkward. not that honest. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's basically what it was, and it was. Yeah, you got to hide something. It was from funny, it. but very truthful to see if you. I don't know if anybody here's been through like therapy or anything like yeah. that, but sometimes that's what it feels like. like. They 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 just don't get it. That doesn't mean don't reach out for help, but it was it was a comical way of yeah. of keeping the movie a little bit more lighthearted, I'd say, uh, because you, you, screen movies aren't supposed to be overly deep, uh, highbrow, if you will uh horror films yeah i'm, I'm not a fan of the sarah sarah carpenter That's her name? sam
1: sam sam character
0: yeah i'm not the biggest fan of sam and i thought it was cool what they did with this movie is they made the so you know how we always said pop culture and like what's going on in the world and like they use that to scream invest so like scream four they used like webcams and like just getting the internet started but now you see in six what the internet can actually do to somebody. So they had twisted Sam's character into being the killer that blamed Richie and what was her name? Amber? Amber that she framed them and got away with it because she is the grand the daughter of Billy Loomis. Yeah. And I thought that was cool because like we all know because we watched the movie like she wasn't a killer, but that's what the internet and social media can do to people. It can ruin them. And she's now dealing with that like after They find out that somebody got killed nearby. She tries to go get Tara from the party. And that's a whole scene where you see, like, how some people handle their trauma versus others. Mm -hmm. So they are sprinkling in some real stuff. But then you see her friends immediately stand up for her. So you got Chad. You got Mindy. And it's just cool because, like, they really have her back no matter how much she's fighting it. You'll see later on she, like, thanks them for it. But at the moment she's like, screw you guys. I want to do what I want to do because I just don't want to be in the current moment. And anybody that's dealing trauma can relate with that. So it's weird how this movie was able to sprinkle in so much of that, but not make it, like, bleh, like, like, yeah. in-your-face, like, deep, deep stuff. And I yeah. thought that was cool.
1: Yeah, it's not overpowering, but they mentioned it towards the end about it's not enough to just
0: kill someone.
1: Yeah. You have to assassinate their character first. Yes. Which and is... <laughs> crazy that's kind of things are now
0: that is how things are now so they do use what goes on in the world yeah. in these movies because cancel culture and i'm not saying that certain people that have been canceled haven't deserved it but there are some others that like just move on please um and we worry about it every time we turn on the microphones you know i mean we don't like have pep talks or anything but there are certain things we'll never cover and there's certain things that we know better than to talk about
1: yeah you don't get up here and say some dumb shit
0: yeah you don't and i don't think either one of us are very much <laughs> towards being that anti like certain stuff but yeah. you never know i mean we've made some <laughs> some funny jokes in our time um that <laughs> hopefully uh just stay there but you guys never hear <laughs> ever again <laughs> but it is cool how they did that but then you have the now you have the sister dynamic of she's just like leave me alone let me let me deal with this the way i want and sam just like i'm sorry but like i thought like i was doing something good you're not you're being overbearing you're, you're being overprotective me. she's like I didn't see you for five years before Woodsboro, and now you won't leave my hip. Yeah. And it's cool. Once again, sprinkled in there, real quick argument, not super long dialogue, blah, blah, blah. And then these girls walk past Sam, and they throw a drink on him like, you're the real killer, da, da, da. And she gets real feisty, which is used against her later. Because
1: she's a killer.
0: Because she's the murderer. Yeah. And she did kill Richie. So that's a fact. Like, she killed Richie.
1: Yeah, you are a murderer.
0: But it was in self-defense. So, but they they twisted the narrative as her being the ghost face from five, which, eh, you know, that's what the internet will do. Um, Then, I mean, you, know. you know, this movie, you got to think, we've already talked about a kill. Well, three kills already yeah. out the gate. We're already three kills in. One was off screen, two were on screen. Yeah. So this movie and this stuff that's happening is maybe 10, 15 minutes of just like, Okay, you're seeing where everybody's at. You've seen Chad, you've seen Mindy, you've seen Tara. you've seen Sam. And it's like, all right, the movie had a really good pace.
1: Yeah, the movie had a good pace. There were never, to me, any real dull no moments. No real
0: dull moments, because even in the moments where they're, like, like trying to come up with the plan, like, once they all get back to the apartment, yeah. and they're, like, trying to figure it out, and they're going through all that, like, it still fits, it's still fine. Yeah, like, it's not drawn out. It's not drawn out. And I think, you know it's it, it's scream 101 to kind of do the same thing in every movie uh they've done it since the, the beginning Hitler. of the franchise uh but we'll get into we'll get into that uh towards the end our 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 feelings on that but um then you have you so you weren't as big a fan of Mindy in this movie no. and is it because of that part in the apartment where she's just like overlandishly like explaining this the situation yeah so Mindy
1: um <clears throat> I feel like she was too over the top. She was too quick to accuse people. But
0: well, that's been scream thing since yeah, the beginning of the I time. know, but
1: it's, it's different when... Okay, so with Randy... Yeah. It's him giving you the rules. Always. You know, everyone's a suspect. Yeah. You know, but not... Everyone's not really a suspect. Some yeah, people you yeah. can assume is not the killer. Yeah. So with her whole thing was she... Accuse everyone, and that was my problem with all of them. Yeah, at every point, they didn't know who to trust. Kind of like, dude, what? Core four? Yeah, core four. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're turning on each other. And later in the movie, when they're about to reveal who the other faces are, yeah, Sam says, "Mindy, like what are you talking about? Yeah, that's yeah. your first guess. Yeah, the core four.
0: Yeah, a part, a part of that. But I did think it was really funny because the core four. Like basically alibied themselves, but then the other three were like, Ho oh, ho ho hold on. Yeah. They were like, nah, this doesn't go by the normal rules because this isn't a normal yeah. movie. Like any which one of y'all could be the killer, too. I, I and I thought that. that was cool. She's
1: like, well, if we're suspects.
0: Because I think it was Mindy's girlfriend that really chimed off. Yeah. Yeah. And, she and really popped up. And then the, the roommate, roommate was yeah.
1: like, well, what's to say if one of y'all didn't snap because of trauma? Yeah. And all of a sudden, one of you were the
0: killer. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was super cool because usually you're not blaming the, you know, it's always Gale, Yeah. Sydney, and Dewey. Yeah. But now it's a completely different dynamic. Yeah. It's like, okay,
1: we don't know you. You don't know us that well.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: I'm a killer. You can be a killer, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then you get... So, obviously, there's always going to be a love interest. So, there's a guy across the way that you find out that Sam's kind of hooking up with. Who's a good dude? You... you, you they don't make him out to be that way throughout the entire movie. You know what's so crazy? I never once I never him suspected Sam. him. Yeah. I knew that they couldn't do it again. Yeah. But also... Not, that wouldn't have made sense because he was legitimately across the way trying yeah. to warn. And, of course, you've seen that before be with the multiple killers. killer theory. Yeah. But it just didn't make sense because she did keep him so hidden. Yeah. Like, Richie was brought right in. Yeah, immediately. And she didn't want that with him. Yeah. But then you get the apartment scene, Ooh. which was crazy. I don't necessarily remember how. Oh, it was the roommate who always had guys over she was what did she say she was she was like sex positive or something yeah sex positive positive instead of being a uh, whatever they said um but she always had guys over so they're hearing what they think are pleasure noises and they're all sitting there talking and you they realize like oh shit this isn't the case and they run in there and you know ghost faces ghost faced and Or she popped out of the room, like, bloody. I can't, what happened? Yeah,
1: so she's on the phone first. Yeah. Talking to her dad. Yeah. Ghostface is in there. Homeboy across the street sees him, trying to call.
0: Oh, that's right, Sam didn't answer her fucking phone. Because she didn't want to. We're all
1: playing and joking. They know about him now.
0: Yeah. Answer the phone. Yeah.
1: Anyway, the dude starts talking in the bathroom. Ghostface just goes and just kills
0: him. Yeah, immediately. (laughs) And then
1: the roommate does come out of the room bloody and stuff like that yeah yeah
0: and then like dude so
1: what but what i liked right after that is when Gilfrey comes out and he looks at mindy he looks at her like i'm about to fuck you up. yeah
0: and she gets caught in the arm yeah. which is a, a scream 101 she's now the killer <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> she gets a good slice in the arm but the one thing i will say about this is she at least makes it seem like it really hurt her um versus like a quick boo-boo yeah. Um, which oof, we'll, get yeah, we'll get into some of that. Yeah, we'll get into Yeah, the blood in this movie was very good. Um uh, and a the, lot of it. the gore in this movie was very intense. Yeah. Um, we're leading up to one of my favorite kills, uh, where uh they're all trying to escape and they kinda got Ghostface kind of stuck outside of the room. And uh I think it was Chad and Tara escaped out the front door. Going. And they were all trying to get to the uh Sam's boyfriend's across the building. It's another building. So he has a telescoping ladder perfectly positioned for this moment. And he pops that bad boy across the way, sends uh, Sam over. And then the Tara and her girl, or not Tara, um, Mindy and her girlfriend are having this like, because Mindy's girlfriend got stabbed. Forgot to mention that. She got, she got, got, got up. She got poked a couple of times. Got her in the stomach, turned it, it pulled pulled it it up. up. She was going to die. She was going to die, but they had hope. So they tried to send her across, she I can't do it. So then Mindy went, and they're all. she's about halfway. And then Ghostface just started shaking the other side, of the, which I, I knew that had to happen. Like, Ghostface isn't going to crawl out there. Yeah, that's not the his way to style. Get it. Yeah. You got to do the shake, and it's intense. Like, she gets pretty close, and then Terry even gets, or um, Sam even gets a hand on her, and then he just gets it. But then it's not like a, uh oh, she falls, and then that's it. She falls, and everybody's, like, crying and upset, but then, you she bashes her face on a dumpster, yeah. and it shows it. It's not not one for the faint of heart if you can't handle falls. In my opinion,
1: if you're in that situation and someone keeps saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, okay, okay, I'm going to pull this ladder back over. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. Yeah. We can't wait for you. You
0: can't. You can't. But... I,
1: I can't. I don't want to die. Then get the fuck over this ladder then.
0: Yeah. Get yeah. over here. And then you got the girls are running out for help. I guess I might be missing some stuff. Wasn't the bodega, bodega scene next? Who knows? Was that before?
1: No, that's after.
0: It has to be after, right? No, that's 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 fucking before.
1: It might be. It is before.
0: Damn, because the cop. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, because they find the. They, yep. They, they find, find the bodies. Yeah. Well, the bodega scene is cool. It's when uh, Tara and Sam. Are uh, They're running from a ghost face And they go into a store A bodega And uh, this is the most tactical Ghost face ever Hey he walks in the place and people are like Hey you should stop And he just starts stabbing people Random people Completely bystanders It's in New York So you knew the, that this was a possibility with ghost face It's not just going to be the regular style So he's just getting people left and right And then he gets a hold of a shotgun and they're hiding, and he's doing And it's just very, like, I mean, he's menacing and scary. And it's it's a ghost. He's usually not that put together. He's yeah. usually just running around flailing his arms. Yeah. So it was cool to see that. So that was a top scene of mine. But so, <clears throat> obviously, you got, then after that, you got, what, the subway? So the subway scene. How did you feel about the subway I mean, subway you see
1: scene? it in the trailer. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, the bodega scene. but
0: Well, see, I didn't know any of that. So one of the complaints that I heard from a bunch of people online was that the trailer showed too much, and I was like, ha-ha, suckers. Showed too much. I didn't watch it because you knew where all the main stuff was happening. You knew about the bodega. You knew about the ghost face memorial. You knew about the...
1: The the bodega scene wasn't long enough to where it's like, oh, or important enough, oh, oh, man, this ruins the movie type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's going to happen, but with the subway scene, I did like that because the trailer gives off like they're all
0: on the all same train. All on the train. same train, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. even in the, uh, excuse me, the um little short one I saw. Yeah. But, I thought the same thing. Yeah, but once you Cause see. Because when you get, they get separated because Mindy got stuck in the crowd. Yeah.
1: Which was her fault. Taking too long. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Dude, you get stuck with the other random. You lived
1: in New roommate. York long enough. Chad's Put your fucking shoulders out. Yeah,
0: you've been there at least six months. And get through people. You got to get in there. Get
1: where you got to go. Yeah. But anyway,
0: did you? Did you? So did you enjoy the subway scene?
1: I love the subway scene.
0: Okay, so that's probably one of the most. Because you don't know. Well, you know, well, you do know because of the trailer which one Ghostface is on.
1: Yeah, it's one with Mindy. Yeah,
0: but each one of them you're fearful of it because. Each one of them are seeing different ghost faces.
1: Sure. And I like their reveal of that particular ghost face. Because when she sees them all looking, blah, 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 this and that, and then on the other train, one's like...
0: Yeah, like bee like straight, straight towards them. yeah them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just trying to get off the train yeah, but he's just trying to get off. And you know. can't, if you've ever worn Halloween masks, Like it's kind of how you have yeah. to walk because you can't see your perifs. But with Mindy...
1: Just the just one ghost face there. just sitting there. <laughs> and first, you know, back turn, doesn't even acknowledge her. Yeah. Like flickering also, I'm looking right at you.
0: Yeah. It was and done very and well. And I'm standing up. Yep. <laughs>
1: and then I'm standing closer. Yep. And then I'm
0: gone. And then but it was really cool is because, you know, puts the hand on the mouth. Yeah. Gets her a bunch. And it was good. You know, we'll we'll and get it to make,
1: And it makes sense. Crowded subway. Yeah. It's drunk, Halloween time. Drunk people probably passed yeah. out yeah. R- yeah. right in front of her. Just just yeah. like passed out right yeah. there. And she looks over at them. They're like, I'm out.
0: Yeah. And she's like, oh, shit.
1: And that scene, the
0: Ian, Ethan, whatever his name was. Yeah, Chad's roommate. Yeah, Chad's roommate. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name either. Is on the
1: train with her.
0: Bunch okay. of people away.
1: But is also looking very suspicious.
0: Yeah, really, really slow to realize that she's no longer there. Gets her off the train. Obviously calls for help, uh, but she's been she's been stuck pretty good. Um, and so your assumption is that, uh, just like in Scream Two, one of the meeks got got. It's it's following suit very well. Um, and then you get, I think you realize. Oh, also, guys, Kirby from uh, Four. Isn't six? We we got that one right. Jake was right. Yeah. Um uh Hayden Panettiere's character is in it. Um you also have the cop uh the dad cop guy. He's a new character as well. Um He was so weird. Yeah, he was weird and and so like obviously we've talked a good about the movie. There's there's some other things that happened, but you're gonna watch it. But I'd kind of like to get into some of the nittier, grittier stuff, stuff we didn't like. Um so let's go ahead and get to the reveal. Dun, dun, dun. So um Just like in Scream 2, uh, you know, they had this whole plan that they're going to trap Ghostface, and the cops were all in on it. They were going to go to the lair. There was a door that you needed key cards in. They were going to trap him, and that was cool. Then you got Sam off wandering around staring at Ghostface, feeling some connection with her dad's costume which you know since five that she's got this weird vision of him that he's popped up a couple of
1: times and dr jekyll and hyde she's got going on with her personality i don't understand I don't
0: like it that. i'm not a fan of it but i can look past it um I, hard, I don't hard, hard like the to. flashbacks per se like if she was just like thinking about it and you could kind of see like her like wondering that would be okay i don't like the flashbacks i don't but i guess sydney prescott had a couple and she could, like, hear her mom's voice and stuff. So, like, whatever. can Yeah. He's not a fan of that. I can look past it. But we're getting to the part that pisses me off the most. So, there's some crazy stuff that happens in this um, whole scene. And then when you get to the part. Oh, Chad. Chad. My man Chad. Meeks. Another Meeks.
1: who's my favorite character, by
0: the way. He is the best of the he new is. franchise. He is. Minus... His plot armor, he's the best. Because in Scream 5, I counted. We watched the video tonight of him getting stabbed at least seven times in the stomach. At least seven. Not to mention the stabs that got him on the ground in the first place. Now, granted, that was a smaller killer. She might not have been as strong. That's fine. In this movie, he sacrifices himself. Double teamed. Double teamed to get stabbed a bunch. Also, we forgot Gail, Gail Weathers is in this movie. Oh, yeah, Gail. And she gets punched in the face by Tara. Oh, it was cool because Sam misses because she dodges it, and then Tara comes in real quick, and she's like, ooh, you got me. She's like, yeah, you yeah, right but, I did. But also, Gail, to right before the trap was about to be set, they realized that Gale was left on her own and she's now got another boyfriend she's living in a really nice place she's like a, a host or a, yeah. a, an anchor on a news station so clearly she's doing things right but then she gets a ghost face call this is the first time they ever talked on the phone which was super cool to hear and then you get this great battle the boyfriend just gets gets got he walks off and just gets pulled into a room and gets thrown through a wall i was that's fine that's scream that's very scream-esque but then you have the the gale the 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 final girl, if you will. I mean, she's the only one left from the original because Sydney's living happily ever after wherever she is, and she deserved her happy ending. We all know why she's not in this movie, but in the movie, that's what they went with. Now, Gail does it well. She puts Ghostface on hold. She's got a good plan. She's got a gun nearby. She's laying down round perfectly. But unfortunately, you're Gale from the original movie. So you're gonna get beat up and you get the best. She also gets stabbed a couple of times. And her last words were tell Sydney he didn't get me. Right? Yeah. Like right along those lines. I might yeah. not be quoting it perfectly, which but is, it was which is weird. It was a me. no, it was a beautiful moment. How? Because she's like, don't let Ghostface know he got me. Like I just died elsewhere, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but don't cool. Know. Like it's a moment. They've been through a lot together, and she didn't want Sydney to know that. Ghostface was her ultimate demise. Whatever. It's cool. It's a beautiful moment in the Scream franchise. Yeah. Right? So then fast forward to the reveal, right? You're all like, oh, my God, who's it going to be? Me and Jake are thinking the whole time, who's it going to be, Jake? Stu. We thought it was going to be Stu Mocker. But guess what? It's not. They just decided to cut and paste Scream 2, in a sense, where it's the cop dad and his two kids. Who are his two kids, Jake?
1: Um, Chad's roommate.
0: Chad's roommate and uh, and the Sam's sister's roommate. roommates Yeah, what? Which she faked her death. Which I guess a cop could really help with that because he even says it like, "Yo, I had to do a sneak in a body." Blah blah blah. And it was just well, like, which makes no sense to me. Doesn't make any sense. You're a detective in the NYPD. This isn't Woodsboro anymore. Yeah, you can't get away with this bullshit ass exp- explanation for like how it happened. Yeah, this is the NYPD. This is. These are some of the most like. These cops have seen some shit. Woodsboro sees some shit, but only because of Ghostface. Yeah. These cops see shit every single day. Yeah, there's
1: no way you took another freshly dead yeah. body, up into there, got her out without anyone seeing. Her. It makes no sense. But so, anyway, go ahead.
0: the thing that pisses me off, and I have to get this out because it really bothers me, is Scream Five and Scream Six have both led up very beautifully for Stu making his comeback. Now, through some research that I did, I did find out that Matthew Lillard is very much in agreement on uh, Nev Campbell not getting what she's due, which is fine. She has been the face of this franchise for damn near 30 years. She has been through it all, and if you're putting her on a bill, you should pay her accordingly. Him and Jamie Kennedy, which, whatever, Jamie Kennedy's character's actually dead, um, y- y- they're backing that. So they kind of... They're kind of catfishing us fans in a sense because they're leading it up to be Stu. Obviously, in Scream 5, it's at Stu's house. And then in Scream 6, the killers are doing movements just like Stu. They're doing the knife wipes. They're super brutal. It makes sense. The size made sense. And you're thinking the whole time, like, it's going to be this. Then you literally just copy and paste Basically, Scream Two, where it's the parents. So you find out that the dad cop is actually the dad of Richie, and these are Richie's brothers and sisters. So it's legitimately just the family thing again.
1: Did not like that.
0: Did not like it. This movie was great up until the final act,
1: which is something I did not like. I know it goes along with something you say by how the ending.
0: The ending can can severely change your opinion on a. Film. I'm not saying this is a bad movie I'm not saying no, you will it, not it, enjoy it not. Like I said I'm probably going to be watching this every October Until I die Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just not the last 20 minutes Right But this isn't even the worst part yet For me I don't, I don't like the killers who they are Then you get the moments of how are the killers Going to be beaten They are outnumbered It's Tara and it's Sam because when you find out who it is, he shoots, um, Hayden, Ker- Pen-
1: Kirby, Kirby. He so, and Kirby. So what I did not like also with that is the same exact thing. Him calling Sam saying Kirby was fired yeah, two Kirby months ago. Yeah, Kirby was fired six months ago. She's, so yeah. y- you supposedly went to high school with a Kirby, yeah. and you know where, who was Burrell, and earlier with that, When the boyfriend wants to go with him and she's like, no. And she goes, well, you're not Willsboro. What the fuck does that mean? You got to be Woodsboro, bro. You're in New York City. Yeah, I know. Being from Willsboro means nothing. I know. Anyway. Yeah. But the fact that when he called Sam and just said to her the shit about Kirby, she (laughs) believed it so quick. So quick.
0: Not acting like you haven't been through this already. Yeah, I
1: do. It's okay to
0: be... Worrisome. Or like... Like, don't just fucking turn your Head on your a back. swivel, but don't turn your back
1: on. on everyone that you know, yeah. if he had said, hey, I think Tara's the killer, you would have accused her too? Yep. And that, that whole scene, first, he thought, first she thought it was Kirby. <laughs> yeah. And then when the trans roommate takes his mask Just like off, in Scream
0: 1 he, with uh, Meeks and Stu. Yeah, and
1: her, her first guess is fucking
0: Mindy. Mindy, yeah.
1: Why would you think Mindy is the killer?
0: I don't know, dude.
1: When you were attacked... In your apartment with Mindy there. Yep. Her girlfriend was killed. You think it's still
0: Mindy? Yeah.
1: Because That's a good way to break up with them. <laughs> because she's not there? Okay, in that case, is it Chad?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't like that. I don't like the killer reveal. Like you said, some of the some of the cornier shit that starts. It's so it's, it's like the movie switched. Yeah. Uh, into a really corny movie. And the, the dad cop guy, I can't remember his name, but it's cool. Um, he starts overacting just like the lot. mom did in Scream
1: 2. It's same thing.
0: And he's, they're all wearing the different masks. From That's another thing we forgot. All the masks that have been left behind from the different ghost face all had DNA from the original killers, which, all right, cool. No, not here, nor there. Yeah, you find I, out that there's a I, whole I shrine the to them. Um, which, like they said in the movie, you know, cops are easily paid off, they can get the stuff, but you now realize that there was an NB, NYPD detective that transferred there for his daughter, quote unquote. Um, and then you get, so they, you have this moment where they're both having to kill different ones, and you get the, of course, like, Tara is, like, falling off of a, a railing, and is like, you gotta let me go, kind of paying back to, I'm tired of you being no. my overly protective sister. Cool, uh. whatever, drops her, then stabs the guy in the, the mouth, like... Uh, with the knife in the mouth. And, and turns it. And turns it, and she looks like she might have a little yeah, uh, Loomis yeah, in her. I don't understand. Um, You guys aren't even... With they're the, not, yeah, I know, dude. the same father. I know. And then you get the final showdown between the cop guy and Sam, and she puts on the costume and then stabs him 87 times in the arms. And then I think, who finally got the kill on him? She did. She did? I thought it was Kirby. She stabbed him in the eye. Oh, stabbed him in the eye. I thought, who did Kirby get? Oh, the... Uh, girl roommate ran back up because she wasn't completely dead yet. That's right. That was the, you know, the ghost face always pops back up. Yeah, and Sam killed her too. Oh, I thought that Kirby did. No, Kirby got
1: stabbed just laying out on the ground. I
0: thought she popped up and shot somebody.
1: I'm not sure.
0: Well, then, okay, speaking of... Oh, at the end, she pushed the TV. Oh, pushed the TV on the guy. Yeah.
1: Another stew. reference. Another
0: stew reference. So then you get my least favorite part of this entire five and six. The plot armor, as you people that are fans of horror call this shit. No, you have Chad, you have Mindy, you have Kirby, you have Tara. All these people that have been sticked and poked a bunch of times, left for dead. Fucking Mindy runs up to the ambulance that Chad's somehow getting rolled out to And gives an opportunity to kiss Tara, because they have a fling going on now. Not a fan of that either. The plot armor is so thick in this movie, you can get hit with a bomb and be okay. And it's like, so I was thinking to myself while I was thinking about covering this episode, and the thing that pisses me off so much about Scream is you've been dealing with the same style of killer. It's usually a knife, not typically a gun, but sometimes you get shot. Yeah. So sometimes they'll wear bulletproof vests. Yeah. In different movies, different characters have rock bulletproof vests, right? So if you know you're about to go into a city of millions of people and you don't know how many ghost face you're up against, you're not going to slide a piece of sheet metal down your shirt just to protect your belly. Maybe a fucking textbook. So if somebody's sneaking up on you to stab you in the stomach, you have something to protect you. That thought process never crosses any of their minds. No. Why? Why? Why not?
1: Because the you movie have these protects them. So you so, have so, these
0: crazy, outlandish. You're the killer. You're the killer. Instead of taking five minutes to stuff something into your shirt because you know they're going to try to stab you in the gut, it happens in every movie. You know,
1: when you're part of the core four, you're protected. Also, this same plot armor, <sighs> yeah, has protected. I know it's protected. Uh, Gale all of them. Gale, Dewey, Sydney, Sydney. Dilt- yeah, I know.
0: Because, by the way, point, yeah. Gail didn't die. She still has her plot armor. Of course not. It just pisses me off, man. It does a, it does a disservice to the fans. So um, you think
1: if Gail died, that would have made it better for you?
0: Gail, Mindy, and Chad, yes. It would have helped a little bit. I still don't like the reveal of the killers and who they were because they catfished me into believing it was Stu the entire fucking movie. It, it makes sense. But it, I would have been a little bit better.
1: It would have made sense for Mindy to die to me, and not because of her character. just. Yeah. How yeah. it happened?
0: She is more the Randy Meeks, yeah. of the group.
1: It would make sense if you're doing that, yeah, the shit like Halloween did. Yeah, you're pretty much remaking the same shit all over yep. again. Yep, it would make sense for her to die. <laughs> well, I thought she was dead
0: because at least in Halloween, kills the daughter. Uh, what's her name gets killed? At least we had that. Yeah, we had um. Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter. Um. um Karen. Karen died. Yeah. So at least we had that. Not saying that the Halloween franchise did anything justice, but uh, Scream just really missed something that they could have done very easily. Whatever reasons it may have been, I get it, but um, I'm not going to be perfectly happy with it.
1: I think what worries me now is if we're doing this whole remaking yep. previous movies thing. Scream three is terrible. Yeah, that's just like Halloween three, wasn't very good. Halloween ends. Wasn't very good. Yeah, we gonna get a Scream Seven that's just dog shit.
0: Nah, see if they if they if they just answer my phone call, I have it planned out. All right, so if you guys remember Scream Three, the director had made the reason for people being killers was all him. So in Scream Seven, Stu is coming back, Nev Campbell is coming back, and we're gonna get the ending we need. Stu has orchestrated everything from five and six. Mm-mm. Yeah. Five and six, right? That's why they all do movements like him. They all learn to kill like him. That's why he's been hinted at so much. That's why he's a favorite of certain people. He's going to come back, and he's finally going to get to kill his best friend's girl that he wanted to kill since the beginning of time. It's going to be full circle, ladies and gentlemen. Stu gets to kill Sydney. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to solve all of our problems. And guess what? The Scream franchise dies right then and there. Whatever happens from that point on shouldn't exist. I don't care about these new characters. All I want is for Stu to kill Sydney. Yeah. And I, for it all to make sense.
1: That's what I care about, Chad.
0: Chad's gonna die. No. He's gonna get he's gonna if, get if,
1: stewed. If, if Chad didn't die in six, he's not gonna die.
0: He's not gonna be able to walk if Dewey had a limp. All these other people are running around perfectly fine, getting broken ankles, yeah. stabbed in hands, stabbed in stomachs. So irritating. <laughs> Chad's good. Chad's fine. He's only been stabbed in the torso 48 times since he, the yeah, first he time he came in, into the movie. He was stabbed in the shoulder, the chest, the stomach. They didn't stop. They were still poking p- him when they were running off. Yeah. It sucks, man. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the part that I'm waiting for because you rated this a 9 last week. I did. So where do you stand today with Scream 6 on a scale from 1 to 10? After seeing
1: Scream 6,
0: twice. Yeah, like he this. saw it twice. I only seen it once.
1: Um, on a scale from 1 to 10... I hate to say it, but I think it's like a seven and a half.
0: Yep. So I rated this a 7-4 last week. I'm going to drop that down to a 7-2, but okay. still right there. We're right there together. Yeah. Right there close. I was the closest in my guesstimate, though. You were. So, fun, 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 fun. <laughs> so thank you guys for always tuning in to the J Squared Horror Podcast. Uh, big shout out to all of our supporters. Jeff Balance, who does our design work. Lucky Riggs, who does our intro and our outro music trademark printing who does our printing needs um next week if everything goes according to plan we are going to have the director of a short film on youtube called he comes to kill as our first interviewee ever in the existence of the j squared horror podcast which is
1: very exciting we
0: are so excited um, so be tuned, stay on Instagram, social media to keep up with all of that. If it all goes to plan, that's what we're doing next week. If not, we'll come up with something because sometimes technology gets the best of us, yeah, that's true. but that's the news we have coming up right now. So yeah, I'm Josh and I'm Jake. You guys have a great week and remember is hip to be squared.